plates ready? This is Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Want to feel amazing? Love the way you look in the mirror and perform your absolute best in the gym, at work, and in, be- well, in life? You're definitely in the right place. Food. It's you. It builds every single cell of you. And if there is one thing every human being must master, it's food. Because at the very least, eating, you do it every day, several times a day, every single day. You might as well get good at it. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself Dead Today, your personal nutritionist and plate watcher, your diet guide and explorer, your fat loss coach and food inspector, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and obsession and curiosity for healthy food, healthy diets, nutrition, optimized human performance, everything and absolutely anything you put in your grocery shopping cart, your fridge, on your plate, and in your mouth. It's my business. Food School, on a mission to help you eat better daily. It's the last time I talk about food. It's the last time I talk about food. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. We are in Greece, so uh, we're enjoying the sunshine and um, creating podcasts nonetheless. Uh, So enjoy this podcast from Greece. And today uh, we are going uh, to talk about a very important subject. Today is Monday, and probably... This week, you have a lot of plans. Probably you want to accomplish a lot of things and you want to be your best. You want to feel your best mentally and physically. You want to have a lot of energy. You want to feel good. You want to look good. You want to perform awesome. Um, And this podcast is about that. How to make all of these things happen naturally, happen easier, how to look and feel better without having to, I don't know, doing all this crazy stuff that they tell you to do, that you gotta, um, I don't know, wake up at four o'clock in the morning and then plunge into ice bath and then uh, have a two-hour long really intense workout and then have on some have some sort of super crazy nutrition plan so um how to feel better without all of that <laughs> and how to also how to make things easier if you are trying to improve your health if you are trying to lose weight lose fat if you are trying to do any sort of Uh, personal development on physical and mental level, um, how to make it easier for your body and for your brain to do all of these things and how to to help your body to create more energy for anything you want to do in life. So this episode is about five habits that I've learned over the years of my personal and professional experience uh, and what I also learned from all these amazing people that um, I get a chance to meet and you can uh, look up all of these people on my Instagram. Um, all this, you know, even Gary V, even uh, Simon Sinek, even Seth Gordon, even Tim Ferriss. Uh, I met a lot of people. I met the father of biohacking, Dave Asprey, uh, Tom Bilyeu. Um, 
all of them practice these habits in one form or the other, more or less. And of course, you've got to personalize all of them. But take a piece of paper, take a pen, and first of all, ask yourself, why do you need more energy? Why do you need more health? Why do you want to look better? There are changes that you're probably trying to make right now when it comes to personal development, when it comes to um, looking and feeling better. So write those things out because um, as one of those people who I met um, told me, you can't optimize for everything. You got to choose a goal or something you're trying to improve and optimize your lifestyle, the habits that you're doing for that. And again, if you want to start creating more energy today, these five habits that we are talking about today, you need to practice them every single day. And they don't take a lot of time once you figure out how they work best on in your schedule, uh, but you got to do them every single day. So without further ado, let's jump into these habits. And also, guys, whenever you hear something today, write down where you are um, regarding this habit and where you need to be or where you feel you need to do more work and where you want to end up. Um, So for example, the first one is sleep. Um, So write down where you are today uh, when I'm going to be giving details about sleep and sleep and where you need to be, like maybe increase the amount of your sleep or maybe work on your schedule um, and improve that. So habit number one that all high performers practice, and you might hear a lot about it these days from all kinds of health and performance resources. So sleep. Eight to nine hours of sleep is not negotiable. Uh, and it's not just the duration that matters, but also, of course, the quality. Um, how do you sleep? Do you wake up uh, every other hour or an, for an hour in the middle of the night? Um, do you wake up refreshed without an alarm? How's your sleep? But most importantly, of course, you need to schedule eight to nine hours of sleep, not browsing internet and answering text while in bed. No, eight to nine hours of sleep when you completely disconnect from everything and everyone. And um, on this point, I want to add this. A lot of people think that high performers or people who are into healthy lifestyle wake up on the same time, they're all early birds, and that's what you got to do. Actually not. Um, there are probably equally parts of people who do better on being super early up, like myself. There are also night owls. Uh, and there are also people who are somewhere in between, not larks and not extreme early types, but not late types uh, either. And those actually are a majority of people uh, when you feel, you know, like waking up maybe at 6 or 7 um, and going to bed maybe like at 10 or 11. Um, so depending on what your chronotype, that's the term for your sleep time is. Depending on your chronotype, you will do better either uh, waking up early or 
waking up late and you need to figure out what's your type. You probably already know that about yourself, but if not, you need to experiment by waking up and going to bed for a couple of days, for a few days uh, without an alarm and also make sure that you don't have any screens uh, keeping you awake um, when it's dark outside. So do this experiment and figure out who you are. Like, are you a late night person? Are you an early type? Are you uh, somewhere in between? And that's where you need to be waking up consistently and going to bed consistently and having eight to nine hours of sleep. So this is habit number one, practice good sleep. Habit number two is light hygiene. That's the term that um, I've created because hygiene is some sort of health practice, some sort of taking care of yourself practice. And so light hygiene just means uh, you also have to take care of how you expose yourself to natural light, to sunlight, to full spectrum light, because that helps your body to synchronize all the internal clocks. You have master uh, bio clock or internal clock um, in your brain. And then you also have those clocks in all of the cells, in all of the tissues. And in order for your body to work properly and for you to have maximum energy, to be your healthier self, to look your best and feel your best and to lose weight easy and to uh, have better results during workouts, for all that to work, for your digestion to work properly, you have to synchronize, your body has to synchronize all these clocks. Uh, otherwise, you know, one organ, can work, like your digestive system can work uh, on one schedule and your brain can work on the other schedule and, well, that just doesn't work well. So uh, in order for them to synchronize uh, easily, you need to expose yourself to natural light or basically going outside for a walk, for a 20-minute walk before 10 a.m., um, the earlier, the better. You need to go for a 20-minute walk, expose yourself to full-spectrum light. It also will help your body to know when it's morning and when your body has to produce melatonin or that sleep hormone that helps uh, your body to tell all the system, systems that it's time to go to bed. Uh, and this hormone makes you sleepy and creates better quality of sleep. Um, so, to have all of that, you got to expose yourself to uh, sunlight first thing in the morning or before 10 a.m., go for a 20-minute walk. And then also the second part of light hygiene, guys, uh, is before bed, when it gets dark outside, dim all of the lights in your apartment. It's great not to have overhead lights. Also, um, have your side lightning not blue colored, but orange colored, more like nighttime kind of lightning. Um, and so when it gets dark outside, dim your lights in your house. Don't walk um, around bright lights. And also one hour before bed, at least get off all the screens. Even if you have blue blockers, get a book. Uh, spend time with your life, loved ones, do something off the screens. Believe me, your quality of sleep will increase. So this is number two that more and more high performers practice, whether they are aware of that or not. So number one, sleep. Number two, light hygiene. Number three, fasting. Um, you need to give some time off to your digestive system. 
because it also has to recover. It has to rebuild the lining where all the nutrients are absorbed. It has to rebuild all the cells and make sure that there is um, that there are no holes. So the food, the food particles don't um, go out into your system, creating this um, uh, immune system alarm. So for a lot of things to work properly, you need to give your digestive system a break. And from all the research, from all the best scientists, they say 14-hour fast is a great health practice that all of us need to practice every single day. And it's really easy. If you finish your dinner um, by 8 p.m., let's say, then have a later breakfast at 10 a.m. or even later, or have an earlier uh, dinner and then have your breakfast earlier. So um, you have your dinner, you sleep, um, you wait for a few more hours in the morning, for a couple more hours, depends when you wake up, and then you have your breakfast. It's really, really easy to practice those, those 14 hours. And also another thing is snacking. Have your meal discipline. Have a few meals, two, three meals, or whatever that is, and stop snacking. Believe me, guys, you're going to have more energy for your work, for your life, and your weight loss, your fat loss journey also going to improve. Everything will improve once you give your digestive system that 14-hour break and stop snacking. So this is habit number three that most of the high performers practice. You know, even Gary Vee, who doesn't really talk about nutrition, he, well, now he talks more about nutrition and fitness, uh, and he confirmed that he doesn't have any breakfast. Um, Not that he's trying to practice intermittent fasting, he just naturally, you know, wakes up and ready to go, has his coffee, and that's it. Um, so a lot of those, you know, high performers, they practice a lot of those habits without even thinking about that. And once you start asking them, they're like, oh yeah, I do that. Or, oh yeah, I do that. But they wouldn't tell you that they practice intermittent fasting or something like that if you ask them. So yeah, fasting is a huge thing. Also, these days gets a lot of attention and intermittent fasting, 14 hours, you know, everybody can do it. Either have your dinner a little bit earlier or delay your breakfast. And guys, because you're going to be sleeping eight to nine hours, the only hours that you're not going to be sleeping and not eating are those, uh, what is like five hours, five to six hours. And you have to finish your dinner like three hours before bed, ideally, um, anyhow, to allow your food to be digested and to have good quality sleep. And then three hours after you wake up without food, anyone can do it, guys. You can do it. I know you can. And you can also build up to that. And by the way, guys, don't forget to make those notes that we talked about in the beginning of this podcast. Um, uh, Where you are today and where you want to be when we talk about these habits. Like, where you are today when it comes to fasting and not snacking and where you want to be. And you can, you know, start building up to that or do it all at once. Depends on where you are and um, how you feel about that, about doing certain changes, how much energy you can dedicate right now to this particular change. So number four, guys, this one is about nutrition. And nutrition is a very complex thing. That's why I love it. Uh, You know, you get to study so many things and get to learn so many details. But from all the best practices, what all of you can do, first of all, 
when it comes to nutrition, hydration is a huge part of it. So two liters of water, drink it, um, start building that habit. You know, maybe when you wake up, uh, drink half a liter of water. Then maybe before your lunch, before your breakfast, before your dinner, drink another half a liter of water and you're done. It's really easy. Uh, try to get good quality water. Also mineral water, guys. Highly underappreciated source of minerals. All of the places where you live, any one of you, uh, this place has some sort of natural mineral water source, and that water will have minerals. And all mineral waters, natural mineral waters, have different mineral profiles. So try different ones. You know, some are rich in magnesium, some are rich in calcium, some are rich in potassium. So this is a great source of electrolytes and one of the best sources to hydrate yourself. And I'm drinking a lot of mineral water these days. That's why I'm not worried so much about my electrolytes and magnesium and calcium, because I actually am drinking waters full of that. Um, so mineral water, but hydrate two liters a day. And then when it comes to food, the best advice still holds. Whole foods, most of the time, freshly cooked. Um, it's great if you can cook it yourself. Even if you do it once a week, doing meal prep, it's still better than getting it somewhere else where you don't know the quality of that food. Or if you do know, then, you know, it might be a great option. Because a lot of places these days, they don't care that much about what goes into that food. Meaning, like, they put vegetable oils or sugar here and there, or some uh, additives, some flavor enhancers. And those things accumulate in your body uh, and produce negative health effects and then you are low on energy or you can't lose weight and you seem to watch your diet perfectly but you don't watch what they put in your food when you get your food somewhere else right so the best advice whole foods unprocessed foods even though you know fancy healthy foods or clean label foods uh, if it, even if it's a protein powder it's still powder it's still highly processed foods Processing it's not related to the ingredients, it's related to how highly processed your food is. And again, if it's a powder, it's highly processed food no matter what it's made of. So you need to get back to eating whole foods, uh, vegetables, meats, eggs, fish, and cook from it. You know, cooking is really simple. You just gotta learn how to use herbs, spices, olive oil, and uh, sauté your vegetables, your meats uh, in that, and then boil a few eggs, you know. Uh, it's really, really simple, but the more you stick to whole food diet without any added sugars, without any added flours, because that is also processed foods, no matter how whole grain it is, uh, the better you're going to feel, the more energy you're going to have, the easier it's going to be for you to maintain healthy weight. So, that's where you start with nutrition and figure out where you are today, how much processed food uh, you eat or food with um, anything added to it, like processed, like processed carbs, like flour, like sugars or uh, vegetable oils, you know, um, or flavor enhancers, all these ingredients that um, you don't want to have in your food because they are proven to have negative health consequences and maybe not acute and maybe not right away, but things accumulate and you have many decades 
to live and you want to be your best self. That's why you need to look into every single piece of food you put into your mouth, except for, you know, maybe rare occasions when you celebrate something or, uh, but it, you know, it can't happen every day. It can't happen every meal. So this is number four, practice of high-performing people. And this is, you know, these practices, guys, they will help you to get results health-wise, energy-wise. They will improve the way you feel, the way you look, the way you think about yourself, the your emotions. You're going to become a completely different person uh, if you just practice these simple things uh, every single day. And, you know, I'm not telling you to go and work out for two hours every day or to be on keto diet and restrict yourself all the time. That That is not the point and you shouldn't be doing that. And if somebody tells you that you should do that all the time, then I don't know, quit that person. <laughs> um, but these habits, they're like self-maintenance for a human body. I wish they had this manual, you know, when they that they give to everyone human body manual, you gotta eat this, you gotta exercise, you gotta sleep for eight, nine hours, you know, all these things that a lot of people think are optional when they're not. Like, if you're a human being, and if you're interested in being healthy, then that this is what you do. Otherwise, your body starts breaking down. Just like your car, if you don't take it regularly for a checkup, if you don't change oils, if you uh, don't use good quality fuel that this car was designed for, your car is going to break down real soon. So the same goes to your body. And then the last habit, number five, is exercise. Of course, guys, you need to exercise uh, on a regular basis. You need to be active. Uh, and it doesn't have to be, you know, hours in the gym or running or cycling or anything like that. But you got to move. you got to be active. And also, there are four aspects of your fitness, of your exercise, that you need to uh, engage in on a regular basis in order to maintain your body in tip-top condition. And so those are cardio activities that train your cardiovascular system, your heart, your lung. So you need to do something that makes you sweat. And again, it can be playing your favorite sport. It can be um, ice skating, uh, rollerblading. Uh, um, it can be anything, but it has to challenge your cardiovascular system. You have to sweat. You have to get out of breath. It can be, you know, high intensity interval training. It can be anything, but you got to do it um, if you are interested in living. Living fit and healthy and happy uh, as many years as it humanly possible. Uh, number two, strength training. You gotta engage in some sort of strength training. It can be home workouts with dumbbells or some body weight. Uh, it can be gym, uh, lifting weights, lifting dumbbells. But again, the key here is to challenge yourself. Uh, it's gotta be challenging. You can't pick up two kilo dumbbells and do countless. Uh, bicep curls. No, you actually got to engage all of your muscles, especially your leg muscles, because those are the biggest muscle groups, and they have the most mitochondria, energy-producing plants of your cells that will give, produce more energy even when you don't exercise, when you do nothing. That's the key to more energy in life. So you got to challenge your muscles, all of them, challenge, that's the key word, and you got to do it on a regular basis. You know, even if it's once a week, 
it's still regular and but you still have to do it every single week then and then the third aspect of exercise is working on your mobility and balance did you know guys that number one cause of death in old age not number one but one of the major causes is falling and all the complications that come with it like broken bones uh, and your body is not able to recover because you know in when you're 60 and 70 your body is not that great at recovering anymore so that is one of the major causes of death um falling complications and to prevent that you need to work on your balancing muscles and your mobility muscles all those you know smaller joints and muscles that are engaged when you do something like yoga uh trying to keep that balancing tree posture or uh, when you play some game and you have to jump from one leg to the other or you do some dancing so there are a lot of activities that work on your mobility increasing the range of movement in your joints uh um, and the range of movement everywhere uh, and also keeping those muscles that uh, help you to balance toned so you need to do something again that challenges your sense of balance and that works on your range of movement so mobility and balance and the last one the last aspect of your fitness that you need to work on regularly um the last part of it is flexibility and stretching and the most important thing about that is that you have this fascia or this tissue that uh, runs all over your body under your skin and that that is like a car corset that keeps everything together uh, your organs your muscles everything and keeps you working smoothly as one big unit and so but sometimes when we exercise, when we don't move much, it gets stiff and uh, it's uh, sometimes you might. That's why a lot of people feel all those, you know, pains and aches uh, in their back, lower back or their muscles are, are aching is because that fascia, it can get uh, stiff and uh, oh, you need to release it to stretch it. And that's when your muscle is going to perform your best. And also very important uh, aspect of fascia release. And that's why you need to practice stretching, foam rolling, uh, working your flexibility is that uh, when you don't release it, your blood circulation will be compromised to all of your tissues and all of your cells. Um, and when your blood circulation is compromised to your cells and to your tissues with all the oxygen and all the nutrients, you're just not going to feel great, perform great or look great. You know, every single process that is happening in your body is going to be compromised because that fascia uh, doesn't allow your blood flow to flow freely. Um, so look, look it up, Google it, uh, Google some exercises. But, you know, one of the best uh, things you can do to release your fascia is foam rolling. Uh, and there are tons of videos on YouTube about that. And foam rollers are really, really cheap. And most of the gyms have them. And you can order one on Amazon. So four aspects of your fitness that you need to engage on a regular basis. Um, cardiovascular training, strength training mobility and balance to prevent falling in old age and dying of 
you know, stupid fall. Uh, and then flexibility and stretching to improve blood circulation, to remove all the aches, small, you know, aches and discomfort, lower back pain, all of that can be related. Even your headaches can be related to that, that your fascia is uh, stiff and all like compressed. So you need to release it and work on stretching and flexibility. Um, and let's recap, guys. So those five habits, you need to figure out how to practice them regularly in order for you, for everything to run smoother and so you don't struggle with weight or with lack of energy or um, with lack of health and uh, feeling like, you know, something is broken or everything is breaking down and you're just not functioning the way you can. You feel you can, but somehow you don't. Uh, and so practice these habits for 14 days, see the improvements, and I guarantee you 100% that you're going to see the improvements if you do all of these habits consistently for 14 days, and then continue and figure out the best way for you to practice them. And again, they don't have, a, they don't take a lot of effort or energy once you figure out the best way for you to do them. So number one, sleep eight to nine hours quality matters. Uh, don't forget about that. And figure out your best time, when it's best for you to wake up and go to bed. You know, you're an adult. You need to figure out what's best for you, what works for you. So sleep eight to nine hours. Number two, light hygiene. So morning walk, 20 minutes. And then before bed, when it gets dark, um, avoid bright lights and also get off screens at least one hour before bed. Number three, fasting, 14-hour fast and stop snacking. That's your goal. Number four, hydration, whole foods, the best advice. So hydration, whole foods, and of course, no processed sugars. And a bonus tip, dairy, guys. Dairy products do not work for adult people. And you're going to have a lot of problems today and later on if you if you don't eliminate dairy and more and more research shows that dairy is just not created for human beings and you're going to feel you know a little bit off while you're still consuming at it and uh, the last one exercise regular exercise practice to train your cardiovascular system to do strength training mobility and balance flexibility and stretching to release your fascia so that's it guys that's it for today the, those are the habits that I promise you, you practice them and they're easy to practice. You know, you would love to sleep for eight, nine hours. Like you feel so awesome, but it's, it's better than the best dessert, guys. Um, these practices, they will add joy to your life. But most importantly, again, everything will run smoother and you'll be surprised how easy a lot of things can be for you and how much better you can feel on a daily basis without really doing much. Like I'm telling you to sleep and not eat, you know, late at night and first thing in the morning. It's it's not doing a lot, actually not doing some things most of the time. And exercise, it doesn't have to be long. It can, it can be 30 minutes a day. That's it. You don't need to do a lot. More and more research shows that, you know, being active, consistency with your exercise, and you're done. You don't have to spend hours anywhere in the gym. Like, you can totally work out at home or wherever. Um, so, these habits will make you the best version of you. Everything will, will run smoother and better. And you'll achieve any of your health, energy, um, body weight, uh, fat uh, percentage, uh, and any of your life goals. 
easier and better and you're going to feel so much better about yourself and about your life so do them and if you have any questions feel free to reach out and guys uh for you for the listeners of this podcast um send me an email the email you can find in the show notes if you'd like your own session with me that's going to be super short super intense where i'm going to give you your own plan 14-day plan how to move closer to that goal that you have, be that body weight, be that um, some health goal, be that energy. Uh, I'm going to ask you a few questions and then we'll provide to you a few action steps that you need to practice for the next 14 to 30 days uh, to see the results to get to your goal closer, better, faster, smarter. So send me an email. I don't know, with any title, podcast, you know, my personal uh, breakthrough session, something that will tell me that you heard this podcast and that's where you got your information. And so let's do that and let's move your life forward. Thank you for tuning in, guys. I'm going to be going out and spending some time in Greece on the beach, enjoying this beautiful sun that I needed so much. And for you guys, have an awesome week. Of course, we're going to talk again tomorrow. Uh, But do your best, be your best, practice these habits. And again, till next time, eat better daily.